The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. It is Thursday, right? It is Thursday. It's going to be hot today. Today, it's Thursday, it's August, and 92 is what they predicted and I don't 92. have a pool. Oh. I have to go under the sprinkler. Oh, my god! You know how funny that looks for a 66-year-old woman to go running through a sprinkler? No. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I expect almost anything from you. Oh, gosh. I don't. I don't. No, you can't surprise me. I mean, well, yes, well, you can. But it's like, well, if it wasn't. Over the line, it's not, you know. Oh, you have those friends who you just know. You just know. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like this morning. Like this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, you pulled a Beverly. I did. I love it. I love being Bev. I love being Beverly. She was so excited, and she made herself a wonderful cup of coffee. But mm-hmm. I have my thermos here, iced coffee. Mm-hmm. It's got ice. Mm-hmm. It's got the Dunkin' Donuts creamer in it. Mm-hmm. And guess what I forgot? <laughs> <laughs> the, the coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. And we're here for two hours, and I thought, oh, good, I'll have a nice iced coffee. And uh-huh. I picked it up to drink it, and I thought, it doesn't really feel very heavy. <laughs> hear it? This is it. I can hear and, it. And uh, it's cream. Mm-hmm. It's cream, just cream and water. So if anybody out there wants to bring me some coffee, well, we're, we're not live, so don't. So don't. No, yeah, no. Don't, don't do that. So I'm Lynn. Oh, I'm <laughs> And together, fortunately, we are Stuff. Stuff. And we are at WTBR 89.7 FM Pittsfield Community Radio every and, Thursday at 830. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just see a, a coffee. Do you see I someone? Think so I think no. no, no. I think I see my hubby driving in with oh, with a sandwich. With a sandwich. I don't know. All right. The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of <laughs> WTBRFM, <laughs> its management, other producers, <laughs> or sponsors. I think that one day you should do that, like speed reading. You know, speed talking. Really, really fast. The opinions expressed on the program are solely those of the host gets calls and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBRFM. It's management of the producers and sponsors. I love it. <laughs> and we save time. And we save time. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I heard your snort. <laughs> do you remember what that's called? I forgot. A snort. Oh, there was a word for yeah. it. Yes. It's a funny, it's a funny, funny word. It's a funny word. It's a funny word to a funny person. <laughs> to a funny person. So, what's new with you other, other than <sighs> today or tomorrow? 
I tomorrow is tomorrow's Friday. What day is your birthday? Is it today or tomorrow? Saturday. Saturday. I am having another one. She's having another birthday. I know they come so quickly now. Mm-hmm. They come so fast. I, I'm, but I'm glad I got one. Well, this is true. <laughs> I mean, hey, this is true, and you're still going. I am. You know. We're still, which which really segues right into something that I brought. Oh, oh, goody, 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 goody. Over60.com. Yeah. People who became famous over 60, that were over 60, after 60 years ah. old. Yeah, that's what I'll talk about for a while. Did I make you think of that? Well, I'm over 60. You're over 60. We're still looking at this. We have a successful radio show. Honey, I'm with over millions. 70. Well, <laughs> 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 Millions of listeners all over with all the invitations that we have to oh go all gosh. across the country oh. Oh. to do our show. We just can't keep up. Oh, the traveling and the hair and the makeup. <laughs> but we did find out this morning that we probably will do a live program sooner or we later. We are. It was my I, my fault. No, no yeah, one's fault. It was, it was, now it was. she is the master of the phone system. <laughs> and so we are going to talk about a live show. Again, we'll discuss it. Which will be fun, Mm -hmm. and people can call in. We do appreciate all your contacting us. It didn't come out right, but Uh, we do love to get emails from all of you with ideas and comments Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. praise and worship. We could could write a book. (laughs) What's that email address again? Stuffing for us at gmail.com. So someone mentioned to me that I, I don't have a Twitter account. I don't have a, uh, a TikTok thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a we're, um, we don't have a phone number, our own phone number, which obviously we That's won't. That's true. Yeah. So we we I, <gasps> I don't. Like, I just had an idea. Good. How about a Facebook page? A Facebook page. That would be great. Wow. I don't know how to do that, but... <laughs> I know how to do that. Oh, a Facebook page. Mm. Because many, many people are on Facebook. Um. And we wanted to give you more opportunities to contact us. Um, because we know if you're riding in your car, you don't want you won't remember stuffing for us at gmail.com. That's true. It's so true. We know it because we hear it all the time. It's number four. So yes, it's the number four, mm-hmm. not F O R. Right. It is the number four. Mm-hmm. Stuffing like Thanksgiving. Yep. The number four and for us at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Stuffing okay. for us. So over sixty. But you need to no no no. Well, I have I have my my quote which I I really liked. We can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. What? We can forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. Whoa, of the light. So to me, that means the truth. Wow. And that was by Plato. Wow, that's a twister in your head. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't have true or false today, but I do have... Oh, what? No, 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 no. You do still have to make an answer. Okay. But you can't answer until the end of the program. 
These are three questions All that right. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? Oh, I like this. And the next one. Which bone are babies born without? Without? Mm-hmm. Which bone? And what author became famous for his six-volume biography of Lincoln? Isn't it strange that I want to read that? I'm not a reader, but we talked about Lincoln mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, maybe. I think so. And we were, and and I just um, got this little bit of a fascination for just a, a moment. <laughs> Because, like I said, I'm not a reader and forgot all about it. And then when you said that, I, I thought, but I wouldn't want to read six volumes. No. I think I want one of those quick, you know. Oh, so you're, what, what are the cliff notes? Cliff notes. <laughs> now, maybe a little more, maybe a little more than that. I've but, always admired Lincoln. Yeah, see, I would like to know more about him. I started reading about Charles Dickens, but the book was thick. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept skipping ahead. Because I just, and then you had to remember all the names of everybody and the places, and it's just, oh, gosh, just get Can to the point. Can you imagine writing your own biography? It'd be short. <laughs> it would be short. I would skip all the, the detail that isn't important, but I, okay. I wouldn't be able to do it. All right. All right. So I think I know the answer <laughs> to of these. So. Okay. All right. Over60.com. Mm-hmm. Grandma Moses. Oh, that's true. That's true. Anna Mary Robertson Moses, better known as Grandma Moses, didn't start painting until the age of 76. Wow. And she decided to give painting a go when she could no longer hold an embroidery needle due to her arthritis. Her works were spotted by an art collector who bought all her paintings and displayed them at the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. By the time of her death, her paintings hung in museums all over the world. I have one by her grandson, Benjamin. Yes, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I think her grandson was the one that kept refreshing a mural that is in uh-huh. uh, Hoosick Falls, New York. Oh, really? On the side of a building as you go through Hoosick Falls. There's a Grandma Moses mural on this building. Oh. And I think he was the one that would go and keep refreshing it. Oh, isn't that um, nice? She lived in that area. My dad lived in Buskirk, New York, and she lived just down the road and around the corner. Wow. Or, uh, uh, well, obviously, she didn't live there then because she had passed, mm-hmm. but the house is, is there. Cool. If you're interested in ever taking a ride, look it up. That, looks, that sounds like fun. Yeah. 76. All right. This one I found because of you. These are facts that you probably have never heard of, and if you have... You're going to hear him again. Um, this one, I thought of you. Me? I really did. Yeah. Uh, did you know that extreme ironing is an actual sport? <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of extreme sports out there if you happen to be an adrenaline junkie. From the classics like skydiving and surfing to newcomers like parkour and bobbing. There's truly something for everyone, but if you want to combine your love of cleaning with your love of getting wild, (laughs) then perhaps you'd like to try extreme ironing. 
which was founded in 1997 and has been challenging competitors to press shirts in unexpected locations like high up in trees, hanging over cliffs, or paddling whitewater rapids for more than two decades. Oh, I'm picturing a competition to see how fast you can iron, but this is extreme. I didn't really think of the extreme like extreme sports and all that where it's it's risky yeah so people will iron on the side of a cliff mm-hmm. no high up in trees no 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 i would do a competition for i want to know where they plug it in how many more sh- <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna do with them That's are there a- battery operated iron maybe it's a long extension cord oh that would be a wonder no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no. I would iron. It'd be fun to iron in a competition. How many shirts can you do in, you know, a half an hour? I think that would be fun. <gasps> Maybe we're on to something here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe Adundum. we're on to something. So All right. It won't be extreme ironing, but it'll no, be No, it wouldn't ironing. be. No. Yeah. Okay. It, no. It All would, right. No. We'd have to call it something else. <laughs> so James Parkinson, have you ever heard of him? Sounds vaguely familiar. At the age of 62, James Parkinson identified Parkinson's disease. Ah. His 1817 essay on shaking palsy led to our conception of Parkinson's today. Although others had previously written about shaking palsy, Parkinson's descriptions were so in-depth that he inspired other pathologists to study the disease. I wonder if he had it. I wondered that, too, because if you're going to explain it in depth like that, maybe you have it, but it doesn't say. Wow. So obviously he was a pathologist because it says other pathologists. Huh. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Japan. Japan. Is suffering from a ninja shortage. (laughs) The Japanese city of Iga, which has a rich history of martial arts masters and claims to be the birthplace of the ninja... Suffered from a ninja shortage in 2018, despite the fact that they're willing to pay salaries as high as 85000 for the performative ninjas willing to take on the job of staffing their annual ninja festival. So it's ninja, but they don't really have to fight. No, but they have to look like they could. Though they have to look like they could fight. Sure. They have to dress up in the... in the. They probably have to do some moves, right? Like I mean, acrobats they're ninjas. or something. Yeah, yeah. So they aren't in harm's way. No, 85000 a year. That's, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. See, that could blend right into this over 60 There thing. you go. If you're yeah. over 60 and you've always wanted to be a ninja. They're, hey, and they, if you've got the body for it, do it. They need you in Japan. Yep. Oh, my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> Colonel Sanders, you've probably heard this one. Oh, I adored Colonel Sanders. Yes. He was my hero. And I'm so sorry, long. but I love his chicken. Mm-hmm. And did you love his chicken at I, one time? I, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I, I just start drooling when I think about yeah. it. Yeah. And you know what? It, they, they never changed it. They were so smart. It was the chicken, the same gravy, the same uh, probably instant mashed potatoes, mm. the same coleslaw. I remember it with great fondness. I do, too. And, you know, long ago, w- when my kids were little, long ago and far away, <laughs> they had a special. I think it was eleven ninety nine, And you got a bucket of chicken, mixed pieces. You got a 
big thing of of uh, mashed potatoes, a thing of gravy, a big thing of coleslaw. You got biscuits, and you got a little chocolate cake I for eleven ninety nine. But it's not eleven ninety nine anymore. Of course not. And I don't even know if they have that. And but and this is leading somewhere. It's leading to this. Is, sounds just delicious. <laughs> But was the colonel yeah. did not start developing Kentucky Fried Chicken until he was in his 60s. Oh. Once his brand was developed and growing, he sold it when he was in his 70s, uh-huh. and he lived comfortably for the rest of his life. Well-deserved. Brilliant, brilliant. And mm-hmm. from I learned a while back that he actually started Kentucky Fried Chicken with his first Social Security check. <laughs> think it was some kind of a deposit or something wow isn't that i I, like it i like that i can't help but think what did he do prior to this okay i don't know now we got to do some research well our listeners could Uh uh-huh and you can email your research at stuffingforus at gmail.com with the number four yep we'd want to know okay a brazilian man was killed in bed when a cow fell through the roof and landed on him. In 2013, Chow Maria de Souza was lying in bed when a cow that had been grazing on a hill behind his house walked onto the asbestos roof and fell through, landing on de Souza, according to the BBC. The injured man was taken to a hospital where he later passed away. As strange as this incident might seem, locals claim that it was the third time a similar thing had happened in the area in the past three years, although no one was killed the first two times. Killed by a cow. That's an utter shame. (laughs) I can't breathe. What a kill by a cow. And then I'm thinking asbestos roof. Yeah. That's not good either. So So the roof... Must be against the hillside. Maybe they used the hillside Maybe. to support the it, roof. Yeah, that could be. I wonder how the cow was. I don't know. Mm, we don't know. No, no, no word about the cow. No word about the cow. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Carl. That's two. <laughs> Carl Langerfeld. That now name I, sounds familiar. It sounded familiar, and I didn't know wh- who he was. And then uh-huh. I read... Although Langerfield pursued fashion from the age of 14, it's only later in life he made a transformation to Rain as head designer at Chanel. Rain as an R-A-I-N? <clears throat> Rain as an R-E-I-G-N. Okay, okay, okay. You know how old he was when he was the head designer at <laughs> I Chanel? I was wondering what you do with Rain. With Rain. <laughs> you know how old he was? No. I'll tell you. 82. What? At the age of 68, he lost roughly 41 kilograms um, as he wanted to wear the high fashion clothes that he loves. I wonder how many pounds that is. I have no idea. So he lost weight at 68 so he could wear the high fashion clothes. And then at 82, he was the head designer at Chanel. Wow. That would, I wonder if there's a movie about that. That'd be a great movie. Yeah. Carl Langerfield. Or lager, Lagerfield. Lagerfield. Like the beer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crowds. <laughs> Crowds at one Louisiana State University football game once cheered so loudly 
that it registered as an earthquake <laughs> on a local seismograph. The game, which took place between LSU and Auburn University, took place in front of a crowd of 79,431 fans at LSU's Tiger Stadium. The crowd's reaction to the game's final pass registered as an earthquake by a seismograph located about a thousand feet from the stadium. A seismologist noticed the reading next day, and the game went down in LSU history as the earthquake game. Huh. So you know what hits me? Hmm. You said they noticed the readings the next day. Uh-huh. What if it were an actual earthquake? They only find out the next day? Isn't that a little late? Shouldn't there be somebody manning the controls? You would think that would there be an alarm that would go off or something. Or lights or sirens. They may have been at the game. Oh, Madonna Mia. (laughs) That just didn't work for my head. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, the next day. All right. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh, I love her. Yeah. And you know who else I like? The little Anne, uh, Anne, Anne of Green Gables. I never really got into oh, that. Oh, did you watch it? No. Oh, she's adorable. Okay, I'll take the your word for it. The girl that plays the part, she's just adorable. Okay. Oh, I love her. All right. And Laura Ingalls Wilder. 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 If you were watching television in the 1970s and 80s, I was. What did you watch? Little House on the Prairie. May have been very well the the, the staple Mm -hmm. of your Mm -hmm. week. Everybody watched it. Yes. Michael Landon. Oh, God. I know. (laughs) He would come riding on Bonanza. They'd come all in the beginning of Bonanza. You know how him and his father and his brothers would come riding? I like the brother, the older brother. I like Candy. His Candy is his name. Candy. The older brother was Can- Candy. No. Who's the older brother? There was Candy. There was Hoss. Are you sure you're reading the right or thinking of the right program? Yeah. Candy? I don't remember yeah, Candy, well, Candy on Candy Bonanza. Came, Candy came later. <laughs> Candy, I think, was a guy. Now, Candy, can, maybe he wasn't a blood brother. Who was the older brother? Oh, well, I can see him, but I don't. He was had dark hair. Yes, handsome. Oh yeah, tall, handsome. slim. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they'd come running over the hill, and my sister and I'd be looking at it, and we'd yell out who we wanted, and she always yelled out, "Little, little Joe." Oh, and I liked Candy. <gasps> okay, I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird? How We're gonna I look really like the one that I can't remember his name, and you can remember Hoss, yours. Candy, little Joe, Hoss. What was the father? Ben. Ben. Ben oh, Cartwright. Oh, this is hard. This is so sad. So who was the actor that played Ben Cartwright? I can see him. I can see him. I believe that he had a home in Stockbridge or somewhere in in South County. We are not doing a program for senior citizens only, <laughs> really, seriously. I mean, it may sound is, like it. This is historical stuff. This is so kids don't remember things like the Beatles and Elvis. We're going to have to do a lot of research. So Candy, okay. So anyway, we were talking actually about Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yeah. So the tale of the Ingalls family farm life would not exist if it hadn't been written into existence by its namesake, Mm -hmm. Laura Ingalls 
Wilder. Mm -hmm. Did you know that Michael Landon always wore his hair over his ears because he didn't like his ears? He thought they were too big. So Laura Ingalls Wilder, at the age of 65, she decided to pen an account of her life Uh growing up in the American Midwest from 1870 to 1894. Wouldn't you love to live then? No. Oh, the series was a hit, (laughs) and it stretched out over the course of nine books that she wrote. Yep. All thanks to her daughter, Rose, who encouraged her. Isn't at 65. Yep. Her daughter, Rose. Yep. Was she one of the brothers on Bonanza? There's a Guinness World Record for the (laughs) stretchiest skin. Oh, I'm getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Gary Turner from the UK holds the Guinness World Record for the stretchiest skin thanks to the fact that he can extend the skin on his stomach 15.8 centimeters. Turner is capable of such an elastic-like feat thanks to a collagen defective condition called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. What? The Good Place actress, if you've ever seen that show, Jamila Jamil, recently confirmed she also has the syndrome and even demonstrated the stretchiness of her skin on social media. My gosh, I don't want to see that. No, I don't. I don't, I don't even want to see wanna that. imagine that. No, that's just, no. <laughs> Do you watch America's Got Talent? Um, Not the show itself, but like on Zoom or something sometimes when I see it. The knife swap, the sword swallowers. I mean, I know that they do this, but they had one on, and and I know I've you know you've seen it before, but I they really do put that thing down their esophagus. Yep, I think it's not sharp on the edges. I think you also have to have a pretty wide esophagus. <laughs> I would, yeah, no, I couldn't, no, no. I just don't understand why. Why? Maybe a dirk. What's a dirk? It's kind of like a little knife, but it's got a handle on it. That's a short knife? Yeah. You would do sword, that? Sword, sword. It's, it's, it's probably about, I don't know. I'm going off the edge here. Oh, it's my... okay. <laughs> I was in Florida many, 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 many years ago. <laughs> Decades. <laughs> and I saw one of those shows, and I was up close, in, and it was a dinner theater thing, and it was like one you of those shows. You actually saw him put it down his well, throat? Well, the guy put it down life. his throat, but it had lights on it. <gasps> so when he did it, you could see the lights no in his neck. Way. You could see. Yeah, they really do it. Oh, I... Yeah. Oh, that's, 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 that's... Yeah. Oh, that's... Blows my mind. That sword swallowing. Gladys Burrill. Mm-hmm. B-U-R-R-I-L-L. Okay. At the age of 86. Have you ever heard of her? No. Me either. Part-time Hawaii resident Gladys Burrell made a decision. She was going to complete a marathon. After a grueling nine hours and 53 minutes, Burrell became an inspiration to active seniors everywhere by becoming the oldest female runner to finish a marathon. The day before her funeral? 86. She ran for nine hours and 53 minutes. If you're ever feeling unsure about your abilities, this is a woman who has a few things to say about courage and commitment. In an interview, Burrell said, it's so important to think positive. It's easy to get discouraged and be negative. 
It makes such a difference in how you feel and your outlook on everything. I would never try that. Me either. Are we being negative? No, because I wouldn't be able to hold my breath that long. Hold your breath? I would lose my breath so fast. (laughs) (laughs) I just just couldn't do it. I I I I can run from here to the street and I'll be out of breath. Oh, yeah, me too. 86. I love it. My daughter runs marathons, and when she gets back, I almost don't recognize her because she's so red and she's so exhausted, and she, and I, 86 years old. This wow. lady, it's a wonder she was able to do it. Yeah. Okay. Or I shouldn't probably put it that way. But Why? anyway, it's great. It's amazing. It's wonderful. One of the largest pyramids in the world is not in Egypt. Oh. It's a Bass Pro shop in memphis tennessee if you're not able to travel all the way to egypt to see the great pyramids in giza then you might want to plan a trip to memphis to see the local bass pro shops megastore at 321 feet tall with a 535,000 square foot interior it's one of the largest pyramids in the world and features a hotel, an indoor swamp, an aquarium, a bowling alley, and the world's tallest freestanding elevator, which can take you to an observation deck. Wow. I'm thinking that I may have been there. Really? Well, we went to Memphis, and we went with friends, and he loves going to Bass Pro. Uh-huh. And there's some, but, but I don't remember all that stuff. <laughs> I don't remember all of that, okay. but but we have friends that live in Tennessee, and they don't live, um, well, I don't know how far they live, but anyway, that would be cool to go and yeah. see, and I wonder why they made it a pyramid. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Bass, Maybe your friend knows. Bass Pro is fishing and sports, and yeah, why a pyramid? Hmm. Hmm. I bet it's a scheme. <clears throat> Get it? pyramid scheme did you get it i'm trying not to see what to. i did i want to give it back but i can't <laughs> ray Kroc. now that name sounds familiar sure does i'll let you think for one second crock nope not coming to you huh nope wait to hear this you may not know his name but you've definitely eaten at his restaurants Cracker after Barrel. returning from world war one he tread water as a salesman for many years before deciding, deciding to get into the dining world. Okay. At age 59, uh-huh. he decided to purchase a small hamburger stand. And within a few years, he begun franchising it throughout the United States. No. And its name? McDonald's? <gasps> 59 years old. Croc? That is just such a huge story of... Of the entrepreneurial success. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's just crazy when you think about that. Wow. I don't know if he's still. Let's see. After World War One, salesman. He was fifty nine, so he's not around anymore. Probably and not. And I don't even think Friendly's is owned by any of the. I know. I think it's owned by corporations or yeah. something. I think they shouldn't have changed anything. They should have just <sighs> done what they did when I worked at Friendly's as a teenager. They should have kept it all like that. And mm-hmm. then we started breakfast, mm-hmm. and that was a huge success. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Don't do meals and platters and steaks and, and, right. cl- and, and things. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with it. It worked. <laughs> That's my speech for today. Okay.
All right. Scientists once gave mice superhero-like night vision using nanoparticles. A few lucky mice were given the ability to see perfectly in the dark when scientists utilized nanoparticles that convert infrared light to visible light. The same method could be used to give humans the same night vision superpower sometime in the future. We'll just have to wait and see. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait and see. Hmm. (laughs) Very clever. Speaking of see, Mm -hmm. you know what I saw? Get it? See? Saw? Something you've seen? (laughs) I, well, you're, I, for those of you out there that are very experienced gardeners mm-hmm. and have huge gardens, mm-hmm. I apologize. Okay. Because I have very small, I have a very small situation. <laughs> but yesterday, yeah. I dumped out my bucket of potatoes. Oh, but the eyes? And I got so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I grew potatoes, uh-huh, uh-huh, so I uh-huh. grew, I got about maybe 15 or 20 potatoes. Oh, good for you. But now I'm going to throw this out there, because I tried to Google this, and I couldn't get any answers. My potatoes, the skins are prickly, ah. a little bit bumpy prickly. Not prickly like sticking in your fingers, just a little scratchy, kind of scratchy the skin. package of seeds should have told you what kind it was. This was a russet potato okay they're kind of rough this one's rougher than i've ever seen oh and i did try to do red potatoes but they didn't work but so i got my potatoes were they big they were about the size of a small fist okay okay and i love growing potatoes because it's really easy Uh uh-huh and Uh i and i pulled my carrots and they were straight Oh, my god! They came out straight. Somebody said put them in toilet paper rolls before you put them in the soil, and that keeps them straight. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I learned that keeping them straight also is if you thin them out when you're growing them and they're small. Ah, because they grow because they, they, so t- they They hit each other, uh-huh. and they twist around. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So if, you, if you're doing carrots. Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Save a space where you don't thin your carrots and just let them go. Okay. Because when they come out, it's almost like artwork. But they don't last a kind of rot. Aren't well, they? They, they'll, you can eat them. I cleaned them when they were all twisty and all tangled with each other, like, like tangled hair. Kind of like a mandrake. And you just, yeah. And you kind of clean them and then you cook them and they're sweet. Okay. I don't know how we got there, but we did. Okay. 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org.
and from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. Whoa, like what exactly is happening here? 8917 WTBR FM Pittsfield. Ta-da! Ta-da! Welcome back mm-hmm. to our show, mm-hmm. which is called Stuff. Yep. I'm Lynn. Bev. And we are happy to be here every Thursday morning at 8.30, WTBR 89.7 FM. It's so early in the morning. Pittsfield Community Radio. Yes, today we're here for two hours. Because we're doing two shows. Two shows. But that doesn't really matter to all of you because we, you re- hear we, 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 no. we record. And But like we said earlier, we are going to think about having another live show mm-hmm. with a working phone. Which is so much easier than the last time, guys. Yes. I apologize. And it's so going to be so great. We can get your calls because we know so many of you tried to call that day and we really appreciate yeah, it. Never, and we'll do that again. Okay. So... Here we are again, and Beverly is going to share with us which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo. Think about that. Yep. Which bone are babies born without? And what author became famous for a six-volume biography of Lincoln? That's the tough one, I think. I knew it. Did you? You're a reader. <laughs> I'm still on the extreme ironing thing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Oh my gosh! You know how I'm always saying I want to do a live show with you. I know. We we're gonna we're gonna compete during extreme. ironing. Extreme. Oh my gosh! That'd be so cool. Do you know you'd win? I, you don't know that. I steam. I don't we really iron. We could have a competition. Extreme ironing. We could even bring people in who want to participate. In, just like Beat Bobby Flay. Do you hear this in her <laughs> voice? <gasps> Think about it. Beat Bobby Flay. You could iron against someone, and then whoever wins has to iron against me, or we could iron against each other. And whoever wins has to iron against the competitor that comes in that thinks that they're an awesome ironer. How about that? I don't know if I've <laughs> ever heard of anybody that thought they were an awesome ironer. We, we <laughs> that just we just, could just also so do weird. extreme potato peeling. No, no, because <laughs> <laughs> when I was in the service, oh. I went to PT and I had I had oh. I had to do that, and people would stop me because I make them like diamonds. I take off too much. <laughs> I didn't leave enough potato to cook. <laughs> I would not win that. <laughs> Did you use a peeler or a knife? No, no. You a knife. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem right there. Don't use a knife. I can see why they would come out like a diamond. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. They were tiny. E- extreme with Bev and Lynn. Oh, my god. Extreme. It could be called Bell. B-E-L. Bev Extreme Lynn. No. Let no. <laughs> no. Birds. I'll, I'll birds. St- I'll stop. <laughs> birds in Minnesota. Birds in Minnesota. It sounds like a book. Minnesota. Get drunk off berries. <clears throat> 
In October 2018, the Gilbert, Minnesota Police Department issued a public notice about birds that appeared to be under the influence. It turns out that airborne animals were apparently eating berries that had fermented due to early frost, which was making them tipsy. (laughs) Unfortunately, this meant that the buzzed birds were acting confused and flying into windows. Oh, my gosh. Did they die? Hopefully, they were able to sleep it off. So they didn't die. Well, probably some did. Well, if they were very relaxed, maybe their little bodies just went plunk. Yeah, that could be. They say if you're you're in a car accident, if you're drunk, you're probably better off. Yeah, you're floppy. Yeah. Yeah. So so (laughs) a long while ago, I had found on Mm mentalfloss.com things you can do in the supermarket. Other than shop? Yeah. And I I reviewed some of them, and I even did one. If you remember, I left post-it yes. notes all yes. over the supermarket that said, "Have a nice day." Hello. Yeah. <clears throat> so there were many that I didn't talk about. Oh. That and I found I found this paper, and I thought some of these, um, some of these are are not appropriate. Um, oh my! But some of these are really funny, and so I'm, Tell I'm me. going to challenge Tell you me. again. Oh dear! And see if anyone does this, uh-huh. brave enough to do it. Okay. Bring a friend with you; it'd probably be easier, and you have more courage. Okay. Open up a loaf of bread in the supermarket <gasps> and make a sandwich. <laughs> Take it to the checkout lane, and see how much they'll charge you for it. And tell them that you added extra mayo. Now, now, you need to think about this. You are going to pay for the bread. You are going to pay for whatever you bought. Uh, so whatever you would uh, pay for whatever you put in your cart. Uh, so you're going to pay for the bologna, the cheese, the mayo, the bread. Do you bring your own knife? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's a good question. That's such a weird thing. So you do that. Don't you think you'd get arrested and kicked out? No. I think it'd be... You know me with the hidden camera show thing. Yeah. It would be so funny to do that. But you'd really need to have maybe a friend with you. I think you would um, need to uh, kind of tunnel them ahead of time that you were going to do that. So people who were in the store and without knowing wouldn't panic or You're right. Check with the store manager. See if you could... Pull it See, off. can I can I do this? I always right up my alley, <laughs> right up my alley. So if you if anyone out there does it, or would like to let us know that you did it, yeah, and tell us what happened. You could even have a friend videoing you with their with their phone and post it. That's true. She's hinting. She's hinting. Oh, I'm all over this. I couldn't, you know, I wanted to do a hidden camera show and then COVID hit. We came in oh, here, we learned how to use the equipment and everything. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, oh, who could, knows? Hey. It may still happen. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You can get your eyeballs tattooed. Oh, my gosh. What? What? <laughs> what? If you've ever what? considered getting your entire body tattooed, be sure not to forget about your eyeballs. Hardcore body art fans have started inking their eyes all kinds of colors, from purple to green. But beware of the risks that come along with such an extreme modification. Tattooing your eyeball. 
Who would do that? I've never seen it, but I'm going to look it up. And tattooing does involve needles. Putting a needle, yeah. Inserting dye. And Into your eye. Yeah. Don't dye your eye. Don't dye your eye. <laughs> Don't dye your eye. It might make you cry. <laughs> you could get a sty. <laughs> You don't know why. Let's let this go by. <laughs> go to the customer service desk and ask where the whisk brooms are, the Vaseline, and the duct tape. What the heck does that mean? Oh, my. <laughs> did, I, did I stumble on something bad? <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost. Okay, should I skip that? <laughs> Okay, wait a minute. You're laughing too. Did I? Oh. The Vaseline, the duct tape. And the whisk broom. Oh, my God. What would you do with it? Okay, let's skip it. (laughs) Okay, all right. We're going to cross that right out. Vaseline. Yeah, that's that's more than rated R. (laughs) Really? Okay, I apologize. I do apologize. Okay. All right. Nowhere does it say that Humpty Dumpty was an egg. What do you mean? According to several war historians, the original Humpty Dumpty was not an egg, not a chicken, not a man, but a cannon. What? The real Humpty Dumpty was a powerful cannon used by royal forces during the English Civil War of 1642. Sir Charles Lucas and Sir George Lyle led the king's men and overpowered the Parliament stronghold of Colchester early in 1648. The rhyme came about because as Colchester was under siege, one of the cannons from the attacking side managed to destroy the wall that Humpty Dumpty the cannon was sitting on. The contemporary meaning of, and this is the part I like, the Humpty Dumpty was both an alcoholic beverage and the associated drunkard. The riddle is similar to the colloquialism. There is no use crying over spilled milk. It refers to the impossibility of returning the spilled beverage to its original container and simultaneously the futility of attempting to rescue hopeless drunkards. Oh my gosh, that is a, that, that's a shocking story right there. <laughs> uh, uh, Humpty Dumpty... Sat on the wall. Uh-huh. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. The uh-huh. wall fell. Uh-huh. All the kings, mm-hmm. horses and all the kings, men, mm-hmm. couldn't put, couldn't put together. Humpty together again. There you go. It wasn't an egg. No. I feel betrayed. <laughs> I feel totally betrayed. But I couldn't find where they first started seeing it as an egg. As an egg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it makes you want to think back on your whole life and think, oh. what else did I do? <laughs> Yeah. Try to purchase one grape. One grape. Yep. I think I've heard people try that. Yep. Repeat until the laughter subsides and they feel obligated to start charging you. <laughs> oh, because they're not going to charge you. So you just keep getting one grape at a time. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> Here's the now picture this the belt at the supermarket. The belt is moving. <laughs> You're putting stuff on it, and now you just put one grape, another grape, in a row. <laughs> and, the gra- <laughs> and the grapes just keep on going through the checkout. 
And then you can tell them you like them all in separate bags. Oh my gosh. Is this crazy or what? That's crazy. Oh you would have God. to tell the manager. I, I think so, Say, yeah. come on, let go, yeah. go along with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I can see these little shorts in oh, my mind. Oh, absolutely. We're, I'm telling you, you and I. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Humpty Dumpty, eating eggs improves your reflexes. I know you know that. If you want to be able to respond more quickly, you can start by having an omelet for breakfast. Eggs contain an amino acid called tyrosine, which the body synthesizes into norepinephrine. Yeah, yeah. You're going to tell me I'm not saying it right, but that's okay. I know I'm not. And it's dopamine. Anyway, compounds that increase energy and alertness and improve mood. In a 2014 study, they found that it enhances your response time and improves your intellectual performance, not unlike a medical stimulant like Ritalin. Oh, my. So I wonder who did the study. Eggland? It was in uh, <laughs> the journal Neuropsychologia. Huh. Mm-hmm. Does it go for egg salad? I don't know. Or does it have to be fried or poached? I, well, omelets not fried. Well, sort of. Do you eat omelets? Sometimes. With veggies in them? Sometimes. Do you eat poached eggs? Yeah. Do you have eggs Benedict ever? Oh, yeah, as long as there's no meat. Oh, oh. What would you put in it instead of meat? Spinach. Spinach? Uh Uh-huh. You could use Beyond Meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what makes eggs Benedict awesome? The hollandaise sauce? Oh, yes. (laughs) Now, it can't have too much lemon in it, though. You can ruin the hollandaise if you lemon it. Too much. Okay. Like the other night. <laughs> the other night I made oh, this okay. chicken, <laughs> this Asian chicken dish that I got on uh, allrecipes.com. Okay. And it was chicken chunks that you cut up, uh, chicken breast you cut up, and then you um, make this sauce. So the uh-huh. sauce is made with like soy sauce and brown sugar and vinegar. And then you put in Chinese five spice powder, which is fennel anise, cinnamon, and something else. couple else. And I put in too much. So there's my point. Okay. Too much lemon in the hollandaise wrecks it. Too much five spice in the chicken <laughs> wrecks it. So when you're doing the chicken, don't put two tablespoons of five spice. Put only one. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying today. Okay. That's what I have. I like lemony Hey, stuff. conduct your own Pepsi challenge in the supermarket. Uh-oh. Open a can of Pepsi, open a can of Coke. Put them behind yourself or what? Just start drinking them and tell people you can't tell the difference or you can. I, want, I think, can you? I, I don't know because I don't drink them. I think some people can and some people can't. My sister is addicted to Pepsi. Can she drink Coke? I don't know. I, she doesn't like it. So one might be sweeter than the other? Maybe. I mean, I'd prefer Coke. I don't know why, but I don't drink soda much anyway. I drink ginger ale. Ginger ale. Yeah, the sugar-free. The sugar-free because the soda has high fructose corn syrup in it, if you look at the ingredients. Yeah, yeah it's not good mm. for you. Okay, I got questions. Okay. We're at that time. Okay, where's my page? I've got it. Okay. Okay. Which animal 
can be seen on the Porsche logo. Do I answer it now? Yes. I think it's a Black Panther. Uh, uh. Think again. It's a horse. It's a horse? It's a horse. I have not seen one. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Which bone are babies born without? It's the one at the top of the... Oh, no. The skull thing is open and has to close. So they're born without... I don't know. Kneecaps. Kneecaps? That's why they can crawl so well. (laughs) (laughs) Kneecaps? They don't have kneecaps. And then they get them later. Yep. Well, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Kneecaps, not skull caps. Okay. (laughs) Well, I thought it was the skull thing, but that's the soft spot because the skull has to move and come together, and that's amazing. It's amazing. That's right. so amazing. What author became famous for a six-volume biography of Lincoln? I don't know. Ernest Hemingway. Carl Sandburg. Carl, Carl Sanders? Sandberg. Oh, not Sandberg. Oh, <laughs> not Sanders. I thought it was the chicken fa- of the chicken family. No, not quite. Oh, I, so what else did he write? He was a poet. He wrote oh, so many different oh, things. Oh, I'm not a poet reader. Oh, my. Oh, she's going to bring me a book. <laughs> how, how can we get along so well I when we're know. just so different? We're not, though. We're so much alike. But we're weirdly uh, We're different, different in so many ways, okay. but we're so alike. So we will join you again next Thursday at 830 in the morning, 89.7 WTBRFM, Pittsfield Community Radio. This is Stuff. opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.